Hi, my name's Tara Humphrey and welcome back to the Business of Healthcare podcast, where I will be sharing interviews and insights from the field of healthcare. The Business of Healthcare podcast is brought to you by THC Primary Care, where we provide operations and project management to primary care networks. If you are a clinical lead or a practice manager and your primary care network to-do list is growing by the minute and you could do with an extra pair of hands to deliver some of your projects and network-based services, I would absolutely love to help you. So come and check us out at www.thcprimarycare.co.uk. Now let's jump into this week's episode. and welcome back to the Business of Healthcare podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. So this is another solo episode and in these solo episodes I just riff on how my past week has been in the hope of sharing with you some insights and lessons learned that will help you and also just me being really really honest and sharing with you guys the highs and lows because I think it's really really important that we do share so we all just know underneath it all we're all the same we're all just human we all have highs and lows. So I'm going to jump straight into this episode. In episode 56, I talked to you guys about the importance of auditing your time to see where you were most productive and to see where you were wasting your time. I wanted to build on that and talk to you about boundaries. And I know that you guys will all know the importance of protecting your time and sometimes saying no. And that can be really, really difficult. But one of the things I found myself saying over the past week or the past couple of weeks is, it's sorry, it's a no for now. And that's because whilst I am hugely, hugely, firstly flattered and just grateful that people that don't already know me want to speak to me and pick my brains, hate that term, but lots of people reach out to me to pick my brains. And if I had more time, I'd say yes to everybody. But unless you are a prospective client, a current client, my team, it's in relation to the podcast, uh, strategic partnership and the business of healthcare scholarship if it's outside of those things it's a no not now please could you come please could you touch base with me back in the autumn sometimes you just need to get your head down and look at your goals and just focus and if you're not very good at saying no saying no not at the moment and put the onus on the other person to check back in with you so they're not give, so they're not giving you another thing to do might be a nice tactic to just keep your workload manageable and to keep your mindset focused so it's thank you so much but at the moment i'm currently focused on other priorities if you could touch back with me in the autumn or whenever um i'd be happy to pick this conversation up with you don't feel bad don't overthink it just move on so that is my first tip for today the no, not now. So the other thing I wanted to talk to you guys about is a couple of books that I, well, one that I have read and the other one I'm currently reading. So I think I've mentioned this before. The book is called Have a Nice Conflict. It's a business fable written by Tim Scudder, 
Michael Patterson and Kent Mitchell. And I believe these, those three guys are the brains behind the Strengths Deployment Inventory. And I am a trained facilitator in that framework to help teams come together and improve and enhance their communication. The book Have a Nice Conflict is about a guy at work that finds himself getting passed over for promotions, key members of his team leaving, him having kind of arguments with his wife and him just feeling generally unhappy. He's also losing key clients. And the book talks you through essentially the strengths deployment inventory, which looks at your core motivation value system. And in summary, whilst you would never just be one of these. Some people are very heavily motivated by people, which makes them very blue. Some people are about all the processes, which makes them very green. Some people are very uh, all about performance, which means they're very red or your hub in the middle. Or you can be blue, green, red, green. And, and there are a variety of combinations. We are all everything, but we do have a preference. So the book talks you through that framework And then in regards to the conflict, once you know your motivational value system, so I am hub, so I'm in the middle, when I know other people's motivation value system, or you can can make kind of educated guesses, you can start to either reduce the conflict that you may have between the two parties, or you can better manage it. It's really, really helpful. I do the assessment with new coaching clients, and I I just always refer to the book. I've read it twice now. And there is also um, some big facilitator manuals that I'm constantly going through. Um, I've done it on my team in the past and I need to pick it back up with them. But it's really, really helpful. It will help in all relationships in your life. And and one of the behaviours, the whole assessment has really helped me understand is that I'm quick to act. My overdone strength is that I can be very quick to act. I can be very rash. Sometimes that's really good. You know, I'm a business owner, I make decisions. It's like, let's go. There's no, you know, faffing around. But sometimes I can make rash decisions. And through doing this assessment, through reading the book, it's helped me slow down. And when I get overexcited about something or I get frustrated about something, I sleep on it. I I never used to do that. And I know it sounds so simple, but it really does work. And sometimes it just takes an assessment, just takes a book to make you think, oh, do you know what? that behavior keeps coming up over and over again and I'm not getting positive outcomes from that behavior. Let me look into that a little bit more. So whether you do the strengths deployment inventory or you do Myers-Briggs or you do Belbin, there are loads of these assessments, like really study them. That's what they're there. They're there to make you better. They're there to help you learn more about yourself and your approaches and your strengths and your allowable weaknesses. And once you know them and then you share those with other members of your team and vice versa, it just, you know, life's just happier. So I really do recommend the book Have a Nice Conflict by Tim Scudder, Michael Patterson and Kent Mitchell. And then the book I am currently reading at the moment is called The Art of Gathering, How We Meet and Why It Matters by Pira Parker. I apologize if I pronounce that wrong. How you spell her name is P-R-I-Y-A and then Parker. And I've seen lots of TED Talks on this and she just really 
the heart of the book is really making sure you are clear on the purpose of why you are meeting and really looking at the old traditions, norms and habits that surround meetings, which make them ineffective, essentially. So I, for those of you that don't know, I am funding my own healthcare scholarship for healthcare leaders from a BME background looking to pursue or progress their leadership career. And I want to have some gatherings online, but I really want to be so thoughtful in why we're coming together, what we're going to discuss on those calls, because us getting together is going to be on top of the education they're investing in or coaching and their work commitments and their family commitments and their friend commitments. So I want to be really respectful of that time and make sure as much as I can create a really, really good environment online, hopefully that they've never experienced before. So I am reading the book, The Art of Gathering, how we meet and why it matters to make sure I am not just recreating another boring Zoom meeting. On these podcasts, I'm starting to share what went well about my past week and what would have been even better if I'm going to, yeah, no, I'll start with what went well. So what went well, which is um, an interesting one. And I'm like, every time I do these little submissions, like, should I, (laughs) does it make me look and sound really bad? But this is the truth. This is my truth. The first thing that actually went really well is a prospective client wanted to work with me, but turned me down because I was too expensive for them. And the reason why I am listing that as one of my highlights, because in the past, I would have really beaten myself up, thought about lowering my prices and just really had a crisis of confidence. But I didn't this time. I just, I presented the offering. I looked at the time. I thought about my expertise. I looked at what they needed to be done. And that was the price. And it was outside of their budget. And that's okay. And the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because sometimes people, or not sometimes, loads of times, people are going to say no to you. They don't want to work with you for whatever reason. You may not get the job that you really wanted. It's okay. I was outside of her budget. That does not make me too expensive. That does not make me crap. I don't have to doubt my whole business model because one person doesn't want to work with me. And I would invite you to think about some instances um, where people have said no to you and you've really beat yourself up about it. And if you run your own business, especially if you are free, you know, if you're a single like freelancer, you know, people don't want to work with you or not don't want to, they can't work with you because of their budget. They're not your ideal client. They're not your ideal customer. And that's okay. If you're constantly getting the feedback, you may have to look at it. But if it's like, you know, once in a blue moon, don't worry about it. And I was looking for a video editor. And there's this video editor I've had my eye on for ages. And I thought, this is the time. I'm ready. I wanted him to edit some of my uh, podcast videos. And when I went to him, said, I love your work. This is what I want to do. And he came back with his price. And I thought, you're out of my budget. You're outside of my budget. I cannot sustainably afford this. And I want to be able to do this. I want to add these uh, videos into my monthly content for the foreseeable future. And I can't afford it. Does it mean he's not very good? No, he's amazing. He's just not for me right now. And that's okay. So that I'm, I'm just really pleased because... Do you know what? It's taken lots of coaching to get to this point. <laughs> My coach will be very pleased with me. When people say no, 
it's more about them than it is about you. And if they do really want to work with you, you'll come up with a way to make it happen. Sometimes you can't and that's okay. Walk away, reflect. And that's what I'm doing on the podcast to you. I've really reflected. Actually, we weren't supposed to work together this time and that's okay. And then literally that person said no to me. And then another new client said yes. Swings and roundabouts. You're going to be for some people. You're not going to be for, you're not going to be for other people. That's okay. Don't sweat it. And then what would have been even better if he doesn't usually listen to the podcast, but it's my friend, Charlie, we were due to meet up for a picnic in Stratford Park and I got my timings all wrong and we didn't end up meeting. And I'm sharing with this with you because how many times have you said that you were going to meet up with a friend and you haven't and it is my own fault. It would have been better if I'd met up with him. And I think the lesson is I have to make the effort to meet up with my friends, especially now in lockdown, especially now we can actually see each other in person. This is the last time I'm not as organized when it comes to like work tasks. You know, I'm a project manager. I can be militant about you know, how I structure my day. But sometimes when it comes to some of my friendships, um, I suppose it's like therapy, this podcast, it's like I'm taking them for granted. And I'm like, oh, I can't meet you this week. I'll meet you next week. I can't meet you next week. I meet you the week after. No more. So it would have been even better if I'd met up with my friend. We always have a good time. So that's me. That's me. That's all folks. It'd be great to get some feedback on these podcasts. Or if you can't be bothered, I get it. Just just keep coming back if you like it. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining us. And if you like what you hear, it would be great if you could give us a shout out on social media. You can find me on Twitter at THC Primary Care, on Instagram again at THC Primary Care or on LinkedIn. Just look for Tara Humphrey. And if you really like it, it would be great if you left us an iTunes five star rating and review. And I will see you in the next episode.